Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey Shyla, how's it going? I'm I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm I'm doing. You know, I'm I'm I've got a thing. We were just jo- joking about like the state of life. How is life for you right uh, now? <laughs> oh yeah, we're um we're we're chugging right along here. It's it's been something. It's, it is. Yeah. Last we were with our clinkers. Let's see. Um, we started a new semester. You've started mm-hmm. a new venture as part mm-hmm. of your nonprofit. Um, life is not standing still. Never. 2021's gonna. You're not growing your diet. And that's what I keep telling everyone. Oh, then we're growing. We're growing. We're growing on so many aspects. And I do. I feel like every organization that I'm involved with right now has some major things going on, you know, and I think part of that's because maybe Corona time left us some time to reevaluate and figure out some priorities and everything. Well, and it's propelled things into like you Mm -hmm. have, there are decisions that have to be made and, and how do we, how do you stay relevant in, in nonprofit land? Um, you know, mm-hmm. from a theater perspective, that that becomes really interesting. Oh, uh, absolutely. Like an entire industry will be shaped here and be a bit different, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's interesting because so many, the creative side of things, which I often don't get to um, focus. I mean, I focus on it in the directing portion of it, but I'm so often thinking about the business side of things and keeping the nonprofits healthy with the theater organizations that I work with, that it's been really interesting to think about, you know, watching students in their creativity, watching people on TikTok create mm-hmm. and do, and how is that going to change things you know corona time has allowed for for content to get direct to people in a much more streamlined yeah. fashion and so i think um somebody it was a couple of weeks ago we were talking to it was your sister nina said you know when you come out of corona time we're gonna be able to be yeah. reinvented and be what be we want to be you want to be and she, yeah. nina was the genius of nina and she said you know yeah you can just come out of it being something else and i think organizations might be feeling that too yeah. like what do we want to be on the flip side here right yeah. But I will tell you one thing I've enjoyed with my organizations is we've really thought some fun, rethought some fundraisers and had some super successes. So like singing Valentine's became virtual singing Valentine's mm-hmm. and we sold more than we ever did before. We're getting ready to announce um, a, an egg, Easter egg delivery uh, celebration nice. that we're going to do um, because we, we've, we've sort of worked out the like online payment direct to the service kind of thing. And yeah. this Corona time helped us figure that out. It works so out well. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. On the other side of this, I think it's going to be interesting. I was just talking with a friend about like what happens to churches after mm-hmm. all of this, and whether a little bit. Yeah. whether people are going to want to kind of stay at home. And mm-hmm. and this is, you know, one of the things I've been working on is nerding out over like social investment and social capital, and mm-hmm. like thinking about that in terms of the new building we're we're working on for the caring cupboard, and you know, thinking about how we have really kind of even before COVID, we have gone into our own, right? Mm -hmm. It's much easier, the decline of social engagement, the decline of like social groups, like Mm -hmm. the rotary. We built our own groups a little bit differently, you know, and we've talked about this before. Like I have a theory that I I kind of feel like I remember being a kid in my congregation at my church, you know, we had the spaghetti dinner or we raised money for something. And and as a group, we all gave to the whatever. Well, we do that as friends now. Mm -hmm. Like, right. I call you up. You're like, Hey, I have a 5k. I'm like, okay, I'll meet you there. You know what I mean? Or we all decide that we all want to buy a table at such and such events. Like the 
ability to direct give is a little different. Yeah. And we've sort of all built our own congregations around passion. You know, like yeah. I love the the Karen cupboard because not only do, do I care about making sure that people have food, but I also care about supporting your passions. You're mm-hmm. the same way with, with theater, you know, and it and it grows from there. We have other organizations, the Heart Ball, you know, both of us get excited about that because we know people and so we build our own things. Do we need churches to do that same social gathering mm-hmm. piece? Um, and do churches return more to being the place where we figure out how we celebrate faith, which mm-hmm. is really what it, what a church yeah. probably is. So it does. It makes you wonder how they will do that. And they're nonprofits as well who have to figure out how to be profitable yeah. and, and keep it going for their their groups. So Yeah, I think, yeah, overall, yeah. I think it just becomes a question mm-hmm. of we were already starting to, as a society, move away from, from churches and mm-hmm. civic organizations and that sort of thing. Um, will we want to return to that with more, you know, gusto or will we want to, you know, kind of continue to retract from that? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know. I think there's a lot of I don't know coming 2021 and beyond. And there's a piece of me that's so exhausted that, you know, you know, I'm really this whole like, where am I today? Am I online? Am I in person? Am I where mm-hmm. am I? It's a lot. You know, I just had an equipment issue because I didn't have headphones in one place versus the other because I've pulled from different locations and things. And, you know, but I, there's a piece that excites me of what will come next. Are you excited for mm-hmm. what comes next in, in this changing world? Yeah, and no, I don't know. I think that as a type A planner, this does not <laughs> sit well with me. Uh, yeah. But in some ways, you know, I'm for me, I'm just happy to be part of solutions. You mm-hmm. know, I'm happy to be able to be part of, you know, continuing to provide uh, food for the most vulnerable of our community and to be able to do that seamlessly in some ways. Not seamlessly. We've been able to continue <laughs> to operate. Um, and operate well. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that, that I think that's that's where I'm trying to stay, like, eye on the prize of, of being and remaining uh, mission-focused. So, mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, you bring up mission-focused, and you, you mention this to me often in our conversations, but the other day we were working on some season interviews, and, and you were talking about this. And you really do approach every decision that you make for your organization about whether or not it touches the mission or supports the mission, don't you? Like, do you do you yeah. you live and breathe that through and through? Mm. Do you do that in a, like a really organic way where it just kind of happens, or do you do that in a way where like really consciously, like, are you the person who has the mission on the wall? You know what I mean? Like, some people do, and, yeah, and I'm just yeah, wondering, no, like, do you have thing. that going? I, I don't I don't have it, you know, as a as a thing that I see, but you know, I, I think for me, it's really easy. Um, as a female leader, I think mm-hmm. it's really easy to be seen as making emotional decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way that I hedge that is by saying, okay, we could do this and that would be nice, right? It would be really nice to be able to provide X, Y, or Z service. But at the end of the day, does that get back to the heart of the mission? And, you know, I, I definitely have had situations where I've come under fire for those mm-hmm. decisions. We used to do backpack program, um, a, a school like back to school drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also used to do an Easter basket and a Christmas gift giveaway. Mm-hmm. You used to do like a Santa shop or something like that. There didn't were you? Yeah, yeah, there were several things that mm-hmm. we used to do that were not related to food. And at the end of the day, quite honestly, um, I didn't want to create a situation where people had to choose between providing what they saw as valuable goods Mm -hmm. and food. We wanted to do food well, right? Mm -hmm. And so I stripped those programs away from the Karen Cupboard. Some of those I gave out to other people. Right. They still exist in our community. They just weren't housed under your organization. Yeah. Um, You know, and and that's not always a comfortable thing. People want to make an impact in their community, and I completely understand that. But given, you know, our constraints in our building – 
it's always it always comes back to a very fundamental question for me is does this support the the -hmm. mission and does this support the work that we're doing in our mission so Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh something to be very cognizant of because like I said I I think it's easy to fall under the trap of oh you're just an emotional female making a Mm -hmm. decision well no this is a rational decision and and I spend a lot of time thinking about contingency on contingency on contingency right like okay so we have this idea and these are the 12 ways it could go and mm-hmm. you know if we don't choose the right way then you know we, we've gotten there's consequences our, there's unfortunately consequences yeah. right to every decision yeah. you make even the indecision I, I always love you know I spend a lot of my life with teenagers and, and young adults who you know like indecision is still an activity like you do it and it's still going to have a consequence oh, like absolutely. you can't you know sometimes that's the worst that's and the most the longer you make. sit in indecision oh, yeah. the less control you have mm-hmm. and that's you know, I've, I've seen that firsthand actually in the last few weeks. So, you know, that becomes, that becomes challenging. For for me, um, most of the organizations that I work with and particularly those that I lead, you know, it can come back to what is, what is the best decision for the student? What Mm -hmm. is, you know, regardless of what age range they are. So that kind of cuts through, but you know, what's funny now that you bring it up about the like emotional woman kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I wonder if people take that as an emotional, like what's, what's good for the kids? No, I mean like literally (laughs) what's the best thing for the child, you know, like kind of thing. What's going to set them up for the best success you know um pivoting theater at this time has has made us really challenge that and and at the mm-hmm. end of we we had just had to make a big decision about whether or not we move the date of our show and and not because i think we're suddenly going to be able to have more people in the house but because it's it's the right decision to keep the environment we've created right. which is a low stress high education those kids are learning and we want to keep that piece going so to rush it to be done just to be done with the production yeah. isn't going to feed the actual mission which is to to educate them in a healthy environment right so if that means moving it create mm-hmm. it maintains that environment um and i will tell you out of 80 something um individuals who are involved no one's pushed back and questioned it yeah you know it's been a like a, a little bit of a logistical well, how do we yeah. work this out but no one has said because i think they're used to us making that decision and because at the end of the day that's not an emotional decision oh i want the kids to be okay i mean i right. do yeah but it really is about then we can not only teach them appropriately but we can teach them a new skill mm-hmm. because now we can sort of pivot what that is in the end and teach them new skills based around it. So, yeah. you know, but I, I hadn't really thought about what you say about like a female being accused of emotional. People don't usually accuse me of being emotional like that. <laughs> I'm kind of like clear cut. Maybe uh, it's my I'm own, a little, yeah, maybe it's my own, know. you know, worries that that's how it'll Only be my family would. My family yeah. would tell you I'm ridiculously emotional. <laughs> Speaking of my family, I have a funny story. Which you reminded me of a couple minutes ago when you when we were doing our test, you said how are you doing, and I said just ducky. So I um, get in the Amazon account the other day, and mm-hmm. we we share an Amazon account in my family except for Mark. Mark has like he shared, but we don't really see his stuff. So it's just Rosemary in New York City, Aaron and myself. All in very different places in our life. You could get on any day and I'm ordering a prop for something. Rosemary's ordering like, you know, makeup, clothing, stuff she needs in New York City, which could be down to Tide. Like she orders things like that on Amazon. And Erin, it's usually like car parts or something like that. But occasionally you get on and you see there's something and you don't know who ordered it or who was looking at it, which is even more entertaining. Like the bar at the bottom that's like recently viewed and you're like... Yeah. What? I get in there and we all have a habit of putting things into the cart but then not actually purchasing them. Oh, sure. Or we will purchase them. We all do it. Okay. Yeah. So I get in there and I go to buy something and there is a small animal cage and a heat lamp. 
So I'm like, all right, Rosemary lives in New York City. She's been by herself here for a little bit. There's a very slim possibility that she's getting, like, say, a rodent, like a little mouse yeah. or something. But then I'm like, no, she would have to talk to her landlords about that. She's not really about that. And she, we talk 800 times a day. Yeah. She would have never have done something like that and not asked me. Right. You know, have just mentioned it. So then I'm like, that only leaves Aaron. Anybody concerned with the world where Aaron's getting a small animal cage? <laughs> so I, I call him and I'm like, hey buddy what's what's up with this thing and he's like oh it was just a whim but i decided better against it so i've i've postponed this for a while he was watching friends where they had the little duck on there yeah and he thought it would be a good idea to get himself a little duckling maybe oh gosh i know thankfully he's decided not to do this but i would appreciate this having two young boys that you know no matter how old oh, they yes. get you just never quite know the surprises that are going to come oh yeah lucas my four-year-old yeah. says to me in the car the other day um i'm getting a punching bag and oh, I said, what? And he goes, yeah, d- Dad mm-hmm. and I were looking at punching bags. And, and Lucas, uh, for, mm-hmm. for our clinkers who don't know him, he's, uh, as as the Pennsylvania Dutch would call him, Nixie. He, I had a Nixie he's, one. I know just what you mean. He's, a Nixie yeah. one. he's always looking to solve the problem you didn't know was a problem. And he's, like, <laughs> wiry, and mm-hmm. he's funny, and he's engaging, and he's he's wonderful, and he's he's insanely intelligent. And, and, and quite the charmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite the charmer. And, yeah, I, I can't decide if I'm raising a genius or a sociopath some days. It's perfect. <laughs> and he goes, uh, yeah, Dad and I were looking at punching bags. We're going to... I'm, get, I'm getting a punchy bag. He ordered it for me. And I was like, um, I'm like, no, I'll call your dad. Mm-hmm. So Noah calls dad. They were just looking at them. It's mm-hmm. a possibility. And I said, Lucas, now what on earth do you need a punching bag for? He goes, well, to train. And oh. I'm like, oh, what are we training for? He goes, well, beating up Noah, big brother, uh-huh. um, or anybody else that needs to be beat up. I need to train for that. You're like, no, no, that's not a thing. And quite honestly, (laughs) completely contrary to his very loving personality, he's not a... I was like, I I don't know if I can endorse this. And so, in Hmm. fact, he did not have a punching bag ordered for him. Yeah. Dad said that maybe that would be something that he could get for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And so we might have a punching bag because, well, I mean, a four-year-old needs to train. I mean, you know, quite honestly, I'll come <laughs> use that punching bag. It might be a good, you know, I, I liked when I did kickboxing and stuff. It's, it's yeah. good exercise. It might be physically fit. But I think this is just another thing of, like, life is always surprising. We can yes. act like it was right now, but there are... Days you're going to open your Amazon cart and there'll be duckling stuff in there. Yeah. And there's days that your husband might very well get a punching bag for yeah. your four-year-old. Four you just yeah. you, never know. you just really never know what's going to happen. But what we do know about is our personalities. So should we give a little bit of a preview <laughs> to know? something? I mean, at some point, I, like, I feel like we're going to like, it's just going to be a whole goop. I know. So yeah. we think we know ourselves, clinkers. We think we kind of know it. And we're both people who've done like, you know, Myers-Briggs and we've done a little bit of Enneagram stuff. Yes, I'm a yeah. three through and through, yeah. like that kind of stuff. You're a... I think I'm a 3-2. Are, yeah. are we both three, yeah. Are we both achievers? But my sub numbers are different than yours. We'll yeah, I don't even know my sub number. Yeah. Which we'll have. But this brings us to, um, we thought it might be fun throughout the season to kind of go through different personality tests mm-hmm. and different things and to kind of see what aligns and what doesn't align. Um, our friend Cody would probably make fun of us a little bit. He's, he's, oh, he's totally. A, a he's, in, he's a psychology guy and, and he doesn't necessarily buy into these things and that's okay. I'm all right with that. Maybe we'll get his opinion along the way or maybe we won't. Um, but I think uh, it'll be fun throughout the season, season three here, to kind of go through some personality testing and see because what I do appreciate about 
personality testings is I do think that we're all different and we have certain tendencies and I like building groups. You know, I do. I love building working groups of people who can, you know, maximize their strengths and I don't expect everybody to have the same strength. And so I think it will be neat to look at them to see if we're applying our strengths and weaknesses in the best ways that we can. Absolutely. Is it it strengths and opportunities now? We don't no longer say weaknesses. No, weaknesses. That's that's a bad thing. That's antiquated. Yeah, because we're, we're all special special flowers we that are. need to be treated as such. No, um, the other day I was watching TikTok and uh, I saw, <laughs> it was like ridiculous um, astrology like things mm-hmm. related to like your, your sign or whatever. Yeah. And it was like something along the lines of like, uh, who would win a match against a polar bear? Oh. And it was like <laughs> ranked from bottom to top. Like based so, on like astrological signs? Yes, based oh. on like who you Where's are. Where's my Leo? Yeah, I want to yeah. know where I am. <laughs> I am a Leo, so my my uh, intern Leah, mm-hmm. who um, actually we're like seven hours apart in age, yeah. I'm just a smidge older than her. We just joke that we're born under the same moon. Uh, we're both Tauruses, like a thousand percent, and. Uh, Taurus is like three slash four, and it says uh, you would win, but you would just never be in the fight. Like, and I'm oh, like, that's you, so true. Yeah. yeah. So Lee and I had a good, like, that's good laugh funny. over. Yeah. Well, I think this will be a good time. I think this will be entertaining for our clinkers. I think we might even learn a little bit along the way about ourselves, or that we're completely different than we think we are, because that's what I always worry about. Those things is <laughs> or that, like it'll just be a big goop of like we're right. everything. Yeah. We are a little bit of everything, right? And that could be so. Because <laughs> the generalist. <laughs> the generalist. That's us. We're the generalist now because sometimes I think like maybe I just think I know myself like I don't know maybe I yeah I don't know sometimes Mark will say something about me like he'll be like you're just so disorganized you can't multitask and I'll be like I don't think anybody on earth would say that I was disorganized or couldn't multitask like I'm you know I'm not suggesting multitasking is a good thing I'm not suggesting that but but I I think it does like bring into like the whole idea of like people the, what you see at home mm-hmm. or like you know the vulnerabilities that you expose to like your spouse specifically yeah. and what you expose to other people can sometimes become very different things Definitely. and so who sees you how it'll be yeah. fun I will be interested to see if as I discover my things if you agree with them because you would know like you know what I mean so yeah. like if anybody's yeah. gonna know me and know if they're telling the truth it's gonna be you so <laughs> I'd be like nah no, you'd be like nah yeah. that's not true I know it's pretty funny I don't know astrological stuff always fascinates me I don't actually know nearly as much about it as I wish I did yeah. so maybe this I don't know if any of your personality tests include that as well yeah. of your many tests going on um, but it, it always intrigues me about when they say like you know this person this um, astrological sign is compatible with this one or something like that and I never really like I said I didn't really know a whole lot about those things yeah. but it's funny because Mark and um, my previous longest relationship, they have the same birthday. The same birthday. So I'm like, that yeah. can't be just a coincidence, yeah. right? It's like that <laughs> the universe be. is drawing you to that it's birthday. saying that that's what it is. Yeah, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing we have coming up, uh, we have already started doing um, guest interviews for the season, mm-hmm. and we have some really incredible guests coming up. Um, yes. We're just so lucky to know so many wonderful women in our communities, um, past guests and, and future ones. So we've got some really cool ones lined up and ready to roll. So. Yes, and we are excited to be kicking off season three here just in time for Women's History Month, yes. So, which is super exciting, too. So um, so all around, happy to celebrate the wonderful women in our communities, and I'm happy to celebrate what you're doing in 2021, my friend. Yeah. Congratulations on season three. You, too. Thank yes. you. Yes, very excited to be back with our clinkers and uh, to share all the wonderful people we know. Yeah.
Shyla, we're almost two months through the year here, and I don't know about you, but I've been trying to keep to some of the, my year of commitment. Yes. My year of commitment. And I need to check in with our friend Kenzie, because she also is doing a year of commitment. Oh, yes. So I need to check in with her on that. I'll have to do that before we're back together next time. But... How are you doing on your goals? As I recall, yours were very number-based. Mine were very number-based, yeah. I wanted to read 52 books this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I am at book number... I, I have finished book number five, mm-hmm. um, and I'm working on actually two, because that's the kind of like that. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them nonfiction. I'm, I'm actually a big nonfiction reader, mm-hmm. so lots of things. One that, of like, them was Catch Me If You Can. Uh, yeah, I did Which read, is very exciting. I did read Catch Me If You I Can. I thought this was funny, because I'm still not through the book, but you're totally through the book um but I feel as if your book reading is actually like do I get point like three per book you read because we talk about them enough that I feel like I should be slightly credited yeah like is uh, there something in that yeah that way? so yeah. a couple of them yeah mm-hmm. I, I have kind of read a mix of of nonfiction and fiction actually one of the books that I I decided that um audiobooks would count mm-hmm. so oh, yeah absolutely because I was a little on the fence about that but I've been I was able to fit in uh where the crawdads sing mm-hmm Beautiful book. You said it was really good. So good. Um, Kenzie actually read it or listened to it, and she was like, oh, my gosh, it was so good. Um, So I've been telling everybody about that. But I've been working through some other ones. But, yeah, I haven't been able to finish some of them before my loan is up at the library. Oh, yeah. Because I'm using a lot of Mm e-reader kind of stuff. So anyway, so, yes, uh, 52 books. um, You're five in. This is pretty good. Five in. You know, we're doing all right. Mm -hmm. Um, 750 miles. Of uh, walking, right? So I, don't ask about that. Um, okay, let's not. It's well, not, yeah. to your defense, my friend, it is cold outside. It's cold outside. As in, like, we've had how much snow have we had in the last like two weeks? Yeah, it's been feet worth. That's, like, that's the problem. Yeah. It's, it's not that it's cold. I walk in the cold, but you can't. Some of the places that we walk, you you just can't. Jesse mm-hmm. and I walked a couple like a week ago, and we did literally climb over like a snowbank. Yeah, that's and insane. we were like, this is stupid. Like, yeah, because you know you're wearing sneakers, you can't really uh, um, go wear some snow yeah. boots and yeah, go exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So uh, I had that. I had uh, uh, saving. We're, we're saving toward a house. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've made some progress. I'm there. hoping it's next to me, but I, I realize Derek <laughs> might not appreciate that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can we talk mm-hmm. about boundaries for a minute? <laughs> yes. Are you saying that that's a boundary? No. <laughs> but, I promised to call before I come across the yard. Right. So <laughs> yes. here's the problem. I, mm-hmm. I I live in a we live in a small town we do. and. Oh, more than that. We're thriving in this small town, Shiloh. We are. are. And, you know, this is in no way to, like, deter anyone from being a part of my life. I don't mean Mm -hmm. it this way, but um, Derek absolutely hates the fact that so many people know where we live. In one day, I got a mystery drop of a bottle of wine at my house. You don't know where it came from? No. Okay. Which was sweet. And it was like, Shiloh, you know, have a little time to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great. Uh, some clothing dropped off that was a donation for somebody, uh, some materials for my son's Sunday school class. Um, there was something else that was dropped off that like five people Mm -hmm. at our house on like a Saturday just like dropped stuff off. And somebody who just randomly wanted to take something to the carrying cupboard decided they would show up too. Right? Well, that was recent, more recently. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. So, like, over... So, Derek really hates... Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's an anonymity part that he's, So, like, he's going to move and not let anyone know where yeah, he is. Yeah. I wonder like, if he'll let me know. He just can't handle the fact that people just show up at my house. Yeah. So, I don't really... I mean, mm-hmm. the other morning, someone showed up at our house, and I was still in my PJs, and that was a little uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. But Derek handled it like a champ, and then he's like, I just don't... I don't, I don't feel good about this. Like, people, everybody knows where we live. So, anyway... 
life so thriving in a, in a small, small town, town you know sometimes thriving is not always <laughs> i know so i have a lot of um drop-offs of costumes or makeup like like brand new makeup that no one's ever used you know things like that that they know that i can take to a theater organization um and I didn't realize how much I was sort of collecting that I hadn't, especially when COVID happened and we couldn't get into the school or we couldn't get into the theaters. Then mm-hmm. it just sort of collected in what we lovingly call the theater wing, which is the garage, right? Okay, it's not really a thing. Yeah. Well, we are we we have some construction going on in our house right now, so I've been organizing like a lot of stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna finally take to the school what needs to go to the school, take to the playhouse yeah. what needs to go there, do all these things. I cannot believe how many boxes I have had to take over the school. And I just keep doing it. Yeah. Like, doing it. And then, plus, I, like, moved my office from campus back mm-hmm. home. So there's just a lot of stuff that doesn't of... go on there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're... So that... Yeah. Yes. I, um, so we're making some progress on, on the saving of the money mm-hmm. uh, situation. Although we're, like, kind of itchy to, like, pay off a last student loan. So I'm not sure which way we're going to yeah. go with that. So Either way is going to benefit progress. the Progress. Well, right. well, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 pounds, I'm down five. Awesome. So that Fantabulous. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just quarantine. 15. You don't want to make play. it 21, just 21, 21. I mean, doesn't that <laughs> I didn't quite gain 15 pounds, but mm-hmm. I certainly didn't do myself any favors with, uh, you know, Well, quarantine. remember the first couple weeks where we thought it was just a giant slumber party? Yeah. Okay? Like, literally my kids said to me, they're like, Mom, it's like the summer of 2004 around here yeah. because I bought macaroni and cheese yeah. and hot pockets. I haven't even thought about those in forever. And yeah, it didn't do me any, any good mm-hmm. stuff for sure. But no. more than anything, I was feeling very weak in all of it. Like, I yeah. felt like I lost, like, the ability to move and do and yeah. that kind of thing. Well, so. what I discovered about myself mm-hmm. and all of this is I, I'm, I'm not a person of volume. I don't eat a lot, mm-hmm. but I eat garbage. <laughs> like, it's bad. You, I would have actually, like, even so, though I eat lots of meals with you, I, I don't think about it. Well, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, if I'm, I'm sitting down on a planned meal, so I do so well if I just meal plan and mm-hmm. meal prep ahead of time. Um, I'm get, going to get back on to, like, a meal delivery service mm-hmm. because it worked really well for me not having to thaw meat and think about what I'm preparing and mm-hmm. it, it actually just so you liked like some, you, you had yeah. different ones of those you really like um Mark and I we liked those like we did a couple of them and we did like them but I found that it was the meal planning part that actually was what worked for me so I whether or not I go to store, but you know what did work for me doing the peapod grocery delivery yeah. I think I need to get back to that because then yeah. I order the same stuff and it's right. there yeah. it's there I make it Right, and then I plan. Yeah, I do. it's a little better. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. So I'm I'm doing that. Uh, yeah, but mm-hmm. if I don't plan, I don't take anything in to work. We have what we call garbage bag pastries. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the local grocers, instead of excuse mm-hmm. me, using boxes or bags mm-hmm. or whatever, totally get it. They just load all of their old bagels, muffins, <laughs> and donuts mm-hmm. into the same garbage bag. Mm-hmm. So they just want to get it to you. It invariably yeah. gets smashed beyond <laughs> like, you know, you have like lemon filling smashed with like peanut and butter. Everything, and everything bagel. And like an everything bagel. <laughs> and a blueberry it next to it. Yeah, so like shit doesn't yeah. taste like it should. It's yeah. like complete garbage, but we eat garbage bag pastries because that's what you do. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, this is 400 empty It's calories. literally garbage for you, right? Total yeah. garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then by two o'clock, I'm like, man, I haven't eaten lunch. I should grab something. And then I'm like, well, there's, I didn't bring anything and I don't really want to eat out and I don't have time to run home. So I would like grab a piece of candy or mm-hmm. something. Stu- so my problem isn't that I eat too much. That's not, yeah. that's not, my just not eating good things. You're I not fueling yes. your body. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I totally get that. No wonder I feel like garbage, right? Like, no, I hear you, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that, that has improved because I, 
And I'm fine eating the same thing every day. Like, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, so I planned some breakfasts and lunches, and that has seemed to really help. So, and good. I started working out more. Um, good, which good, is good. So books are moving forward. Yeah. And savings moving forward. Yeah. And pounds are moving downward. Yeah. So you're doing good. Yeah. yeah. The only so. other goal is raising $4 million. So that's we've we made some progress. We have. Uh, yeah. Our dear friend Jesse and I did some really good branding work. I feel really good about what we were doing on that, and the whole committee is doing fantastic stuff. So yeah, life will be good. The four yeah. million will come. Yeah, it'll be good. So yeah, so my that. year of consistency is going pretty well. I have um, ridden in my Peli every single day, mm. believe it or not, and I'm not sure I've done anything every single day of my life. I'm like, <laughs> okay, brush my teeth. I'm a really good brusher of my teeth because uh, I have no cavities, so I have a fear that so if I Dr. miss a day, Dr. can tell you that you brush your teeth well. He says yeah. I have the best teeth. He's ever seen. <laughs> I take that with a grain of salt. But that's okay. So yeah. Um, but so I've been very consistent with working out and really thinking about that more like self-care time. Yeah. And I've been really and I've been scheduling it. Like I schedule my self-care time, which is a combination of just meditating for five to ten minutes and then doing the Peloton, which has mm. been really great for me. Um, and I think I've learned a good bit about like like one, I am definitely getting stronger. Like it's neat. Yeah. I have to tell you, I am made for the Peloton world because it's all about like achievement badges and getting your gold star. Yeah. We all know I'll do anything if you give me a gold star for it, you know, um, completely a three through and through, which we'll talk about our Enneagram stuff. Right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, so that's been going really well. And then, so every month this year, I picked something to right. be consistent about. Some of it will continue the whole year. Some of it might not. And so then this month I've been really trying to consistently get my digital life together. So like my laptop was almost out of space. So I had to go through and get rid of things. And then it led me to like organizing things a bit mm. better. I've been trying to use my time on the potty. And instead of watching TikTok, I go through my photos, you know, things like that <laughs> where I'm trying to like make the most and, and really go through and curate these uh, 16,000. I have 16,000 photos. Yeah, on my I'm, I'm um, probably I'm somewhere close to that. I, it's it's out and of it's hand. really like some of it's like dumb screenshots that some I was like where have. I parked like I literally parked there or like you know and some of it's priceless like pictures of us someplace or something yeah, like that you know yeah, um, but I, I tend to take I pick, take pictures of the dogs every single day and send them to Rosemary especially now that I'm home I'm like look at my co-worker sleeping mm. away and I send her wherever we call it dog politics and where they are in the office I have all of those and as durable as they are it's the same photo of them sleeping and snoring each day like right. I don't need all of those or I will take 10 photos of you yeah. know Aaron in his truck and I only need one that kind of right. thing so so I'm trying to kind of get that together I have to tell you it's been liberating mm-hmm. like to just we are spending so much time in this digital world and I always have but like I'm the kind of person that I've yeah. worked at LVC for 20 years I literally have every sent email that I've ever sent because I worked on so many like big projects that might have to go back to I don't even work those people are gone yeah. like they're not even there yeah. so just Thinking to go through and, well, and um, give some Marie Kondo that. would say mm-hmm. that you know getting yeah. tidying your digital life is is, is as important as, as yeah. doing your physical life and getting down your emails and that kind of stuff and I feel better when I do it but then mm-hmm. ugh, I, you know what it, a huge pet peeve of mine is hmm. uh, is when you unsubscribe from a mail yep. list and you still get the emails it's for seven to ten days or at least or sometimes longer or well, forever so yeah mm. I have uh, I'm gonna call you out Walgreens <laughs> I like they'll never sponsor us jeez like, <laughs> yeah. well I literally messaged them and was like I have unsubscribed I requested to not get your emails and they emailed me like 17 times a day oh my gosh I blocked the email address because that's the only way that they, they were like you're not showing up in our system um, hmm. you it looks like you've unsubscribed but uh, just block the email but it's still doesn't work I still get them yeah on my phone wow. so like 
That's a lot. It, it is. is. It yeah. is. So I've I'm been like, going through and unsubscribing from yeah. things that, that I've definitely been doing that. And I have to tell you, you bring up a good thing in that at the same time that we were doing this construction in our house, I've been getting rid of a lot of stuff and donating them and, and just getting, going through things. Um, but I get the same dopamine hit from getting rid of the things mm-hmm. that are physical as I do from the digital, yeah. you know, um, and, and doing that. So, um, I really was kind of hoping to be through that here in this month, but I, I think that's going to linger on a little bit too. My, my hope in the beginning of the year of consistency was that, like I said, some things would be the whole time and other things I could give my per, myself permission to just tune it up and yeah. move on from it. Right. I'm interested to see if I can do that yeah. because I'm, I, th- I might have a hard time. <laughs> Keep I'm never done. More, I know. And so now I'm just oh. going to have this daily task of like these 18 things that I'm tuning up instead of just a few. But yeah. we'll see what happens here. But no, but yeah. it, but the I think the biggest thing with the working out piece, you know, it's really easy to, to for me to make it about weight, weight loss and those types of things. And, and I, I know that will kind of come. Mm-hmm. But the strength that I'm getting from it, the the feeling better, the breathing deeper. Yeah. You know, that those things have been really, really great. So hopefully in 2021 all around, I can take a deeper breath and. Yeah, whether it's it'll from be good. it will be good, won't it? It will yeah. be good. You know what else is gonna be good is season three. Yes, I'm so excited. So for excited. It. We have incredible guests coming, yeah. and I'm excited for us to share them. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla, and I'm Jasmine, and we're thriving in a small town. It's Kevin and Jasmine and Drunk Shallow.